Hey guys, it's Manny Alvarez with uh, Coach Chris Hulm. Uh, before we start this, uh, the student section report podcast, uh, you might hear some bumps and bruises along the way. It's kind of like sports when you got you get tackled or you take a charge, but uh, or you get hit with powder uh, all over you. Uh, yeah, powder, definitely. Coach. Uh, yeah, definitely. So you might you might hear some edits. You might you might hear a, a voice change here and there. Uh, Bear with us. We're not perfect. If I was, we'd be on the radio. But uh, yeah, well, I was gonna say I think uh, we we forget sometimes how amazing this technology is. Being able to record from anywhere in the world, whether we're in person, not in person, and and uh, so I'd say just sit back and enjoy and just uh, kind of appreciate the content that's inside and uh, know that we are just trying to build other people up while we do this. Yeah. So uh, fair warning, but uh, enjoy the show, and we'll start right now. Welcome back, folks, to the Student Section Report Podcast. I'm Manny Alvarez, Coach Chris Hume on the other side, Episode 6. Coach, how are you doing? What's up? How's everybody doing today? Cold. I am doing cold. I know. I know. What's up with this freaky weather? I don't know. Um, you know, I was in San Diego these last two days for a, uh, a football event, the Office Defense All-American Bowl, and uh, – People coming all over the country, and they were expecting San Diego, amazing weather, and they brought their umbrellas and tents to cover from the sun. Instead, they used their tents and umbrellas to uh, protect themselves from the rain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a little bit freaky. Like, I was talking to my wife uh, uh, a little bit about it. It's like, man, like, what's up with, like, it being subarctic temperatures? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's the worst, especially here in Southern California because we're used to this beautiful uh, weather. And uh, if it drops a degree below what you're, what you're used to, then you become like, you know, whining, crying, and like, I'm so cold, and it's only 55 degrees. <laughs> and it's because the people from the East Coast I went to this uh, event were whining and complaining because I think they were um, hoping to be blessed with sun and uh, beautiful skies. Instead, <laughs> they were blessed with the same exact weather they have at home. So, uh, um, but that was a fun event down in San Diego. Um, you know, uh, our last segment, I am going to head over to Lola's and I'm going to do a food review. Hopefully they got Wi-Fi so I can do it there at Lola's. So I have the hot oh, food that there. Would, yeah. That would be awesome. That would be. Um, did see a couple uh, players that were located around the San Diego area, San Marcos, Carlsbad. So I saw Carlsbad and thinking, I got to go to Lola's. But, um. They're rocking the purple C logo, those helmets. Canyon rocks the gold C logo, and uh, we're going to be in all Canyon Day. That was not planned. Mitchell Siegel's back on, uh, the Canyon Superfan, Canyon Hall of Famer, Canyon Assistant Coach and Motivator. We'll have him on really short, and then we're also going to have the Canyon Tribe. They also won the student section of the week. They That's won awesome. that They won that before I uh, added them on there. Uh, Mission Hills, Graukow, they had something going on, so we rescheduled them, and Canyon filled in. And then they won a student section a week less like 12 hours later. That, that's so, crazy. Uh, I mean, talk about big time. I mean, you, you, they just stepped up big time. This is their week. Yeah. So, uh, big Canyon week. Uh, we'll also talk about the OC Varsity student section rankings that I posted on the register. Uh, we'll talk about which team won, where teams got ranked. Uh, and we'll uh, – playoffs are coming. We'll talk to Mitch about that. And we'll talk uh, to you about your weekend and, and – Get ready for next week. But, uh, yeah, last week, uh, three student sections. I couldn't go to Sage Creek and Carlsbad. Um, I think my body finally just shut me down and said, you need to rest. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so I finally did that on the Wednesday. But uh, Tuesday I went to Pro uh, Providence in Burbank to see the Wild Wagon. Small student section, but pretty wild, hence the name. Uh, and very uh, – uh, great host they gave me some food and all that and that's all i want food um but yeah providence won that game and then thursday i went to the canyon uh, villa park game at villa park villa park blue q canyon tribe they went back and forth savage chance uh canyon won big and took the league title away from villa park um wow yeah uh villa park did not score in the third quarter uh which is very rare for that team <laughs> and canyon trouble's loving it yeah canyon trouble's loving it <laughs> um but the Blue Crew was great, too. Uh, they're, they're amazing, and Lisa can't wait to be on the podcast soon. Um, Lisa's the uh, ASB director over there, and uh, she does a tremendous job. 
Yeah, she said she sends her uh, her best to you, and she can't wait to talk to us soon. So, um, she does a great job. Yeah, I know. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I'm super excited about that. Pick her brain. That would be amazing. Yeah, there, you know what? The Fairmont Loud crowd uh, sent me a message on Instagram and saying, "Hey, uh, what can we do to get better? What's Villa Park's uh, account, uh, Instagram, and Twitter?" Um, so, I mean, they're setting the standard. There's student sections that want to be just like them, and uh, we'll talk to Lisa in a few weeks. But uh, Friday, I went to Upland Rancho Cucamonga by request by the Upland Dog Pound. And uh, Chris, we're talking about is Rancho Cucamonga and Upland a rivalry game? And yeah. I can answer that for you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, is, it back sav- at- is it savage rivalry or is it like a, like a gentleman's rivalry? Oh, there's nothing gentleman about it. <laughs> um, uh, it was back and forth at the cheerleaders mainly. Um, wow, the, the cheerleaders. Uh, oh, they were going back and forth. Normally, they're kind of respectful towards each other. There's, there's a bond there. Yeah. Um, but this one was just, you know, uh, the Rancho cheerleaders trying to do a cheer and the Upland cheerleaders chanting, we can't hear you. And then the, the dog pound repeating the, the chant with them. And oh, wow. uh, back and forth. And, uh, yeah, there's – there's a little hate when it comes to that rivalry. I'm sure the, there's uh, kids in both schools that are friends with each other, but once that game starts, it's, it's all hate. Um, kind of like Edison and LaSalle. You know, once, once uh, the clock starts running, there's, there's hate, but once the game ends, they're friends. Um, yeah, up yeah, and yeah. One. No, I, totally, I totally get that. That's, that's, uh, but uh, that, that's kind of hard. So it's like uh, they just uh, went over each other, huh, like in the, in the game. <laughs> like waiting each other's turn out. Pretty much. Uh, and, you know, uh, the Upland Dog Pound, one of their leaders is Justin Flo, which is one of the top football recruits in the country. He's going to Oregon. Um, and he loved the way. And uh, Oh, he's, he's a monster, yeah. And uh, Upland won. They charged the court in overtime. And after that, they were waving at Rancho, and the cheerleaders got into it with them. Luckily, and I don't know if you've been to Upland before, they have a, a second tier of seats. So, like, the floor's oh. on the ground, and above them, there's seats. Except in the Upland Dog Pound, they're on, right on the ground. Um, so, the rancher cheerleaders were up in the second level, like, yelling back at the Dog Pound. So, it got a little ugly at the end because Upland was just kind of rubbing it in, and Rancho just didn't, didn't take <laughs> were kindly to it. So, uh, nevertheless, the Upland totally impressed me. They were one of the finalists along with, you know, Sage Creek Bob Squad, which I was going to check out. So, that, that worked out for them. And the Walnut Stable. Uh, which is also nearby Chino. Uh, they impressed me, and uh, Chino, uh, Kenny Tribe took it. So uh, wow. we'll be talking to them later at – not too long. We'll be talking to Mitchell Siegel in about a few minutes, uh, and it will end up with our fourth segment. Um, yeah, <laughs> I am freezing here. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm outside here at uh, – I'm trying to figure out – Del Mar over in San Diego. So, I love Del Mar. Del Mar's great, but oh, why yeah. do that to yourself? So are you like you closing up on the on the Del Mar, Del Mar Fairgrounds right there, like next to the next to the beach? I mean, like oh, I'm riding. I'm I'm putting money on the ponies right now. So oh, there you go. <laughs> um, no, I was in San Diego, and like you know what? I'm just gonna enjoy San Diego here before I go back to to my generic Orange County, um, which I'll get to tonight. <laughs> um, I was gonna say generic Orange County's the best. It is, but uh. I'm so spoiled. I'm just used to it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, it is. San Diego is definitely a nice change. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and yeah, um, oh, well, I was gonna say, man, we should just do a show on on food. Have like a uh, SoCal student sections food only show one of these days. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be awesome. Um. Uh, we may start with Board and Brew with Mitchell Siegel, who will be on in just a few moments. Guys, we're going to be right back. I'm going to talk to the Canyon super fan, Mitchell Siegel, about the Canyon tribe, about that game that I was at with him, and about uh, a little basketball. No, I mean, we don't talk a lot about sports because uh, sports gets talked about a lot, but we'll talk to him about uh, Canyon's chances in the playoffs, and uh, we'll talk to the tribe after that in the third segment. But uh, we'll be back with Mitchell. You have the student section report. All right, welcome back to the student section report podcast. Chris Huell, my uh, co-host, I'm Manny Alvarez. Back for the second time. This guy's like Alec Baldwin in Saturday Night Live, just making so many appearances. His second time here, Canyon Hall of Famer, super fan, and assistant coach Mitchell Siegel. Coach, how you doing? Pretty good. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. What's up, Mitchell? What's up, Coach? How we doing, man? 
Good. Hey, I heard you had a blast the other night. It was awesome. It was amazing, man. Uh, yeah, it, it was wasn't. Time to uh, see the tribe and see that the big game against Villa Park. Us beating them up and uh, you know us having a good time with them and um, winning league in their place. Man, you're just rubbing it in, aren't you? <laughs> hey, you have to sometimes. It's hey, when you win a league championship in their home. It's amazing. Well, I was gonna say I'm kind of partial to winning in uh, my own place, but uh, I do I do know that feeling though. I do know I do understand what you're saying. You know. Uh, uh, about uh, just winning leagues, winning league. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, that's the best. It was great, man. I uh, it's fun to it's fun to win a championship and fun to win a league championship in uh, somebody else's home. All right, do you feel? Uh, I was gonna say. All right, speaking about winning league championships, do you feel uh, that uh, it's better to win at home or to win at somebody else's house? I mean, in front of our own crowd at home is amazing, too, but also winning it there. Because they always, you know, last time we, we played them, we uh, they came to our place, and I was like, it was just not the same. It was not the same when we lost at our place. And then them jumping on the floor and going after us, and not after us, but, like, after um, and dog-pounding each other because they just won something. But going, going to play at our place was like, or their place was awesome, too. Especially for us, but it's not the same at home. I bet it is, Mitchell. Um, I was there, and it was a student section battle with both student sections going back and forth. Uh, you know, uh, at one point, I mean, you're you're busy there with with Coach Ballestero, Coach uh, Morizeta, and Coach uh, Shaven. Uh, well, Coach Harrison's were running back and forth doing his thing. At what point do you stand up and start thinking, "I got to get this. I got to get the tribe going"? Because there are some times where you just got up and started getting that crowd going. It was. It was. The tribe is just very quiet at that moment when that when the game was getting down to the wire. But once we got ahead, it was like, okay, yep, now I see the tribe, the full effect of the high school, of what Canyon High School is all about. The tribe was just fun to watch. They always – when we played against Villa Park, the tribe is always in full effect. But when we played against, like, other teams like Esperanza, it wasn't like – I was like, we played Villa Park. Oh, geez. Just throw us Bronson right under the bus. Thank you. Yeah, got to throw you down there. Sorry, Sorry. Coach. <laughs> Sorry, Coach. I didn't mean to do that like that. Sorry, my bad. That's, that's okay. That's okay. I only graduated, you know, two millenniums ago, so it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no worries. No, uh, Mitchell, uh, that was a close game, and I know before the game uh, you had two of your starters missing because of injury, you know, with Liam uh, Woodrum and uh, Joey Rooley. And then that third quarter, man, just crazy. Villa Park just got really cold. You guys took advantage, and you guys pulled away. I've never seen Villa Park go zero in a quarter. You know, um, talk about how big that quarter was defensively as you guys shut down Villa Park. That was a big quarter for us. Like, we had a – we – we okay, when, when they get that – when it was getting down to the wire or the, that quarter, that third quarter, um, it was awesome to see just us come together and go, okay, we need to shut this team, this team down. We need to take care of business. We need to, you know, relax and do what we do best. Like when we played against Lawndale one of the years, coach always said, okay, it's time out. Let's cut this down to 15. Once we cut it down to 15 points, we knew that we were going to go up ahead and we knew that we had faith in ourselves and our teammates together. You know, uh, coach, uh, I don't know if you were, you've ever heard about the greatest comeback in CIF championship history, but Kenny was uh, responsible for that. And I'll let Mitchell explain it because he was there. I was at Goldinas uh, announcing the other championship games, the lower division ones. But I was looking at my phone, and I saw Lawndale up 27, three minutes left in the third quarter. And I immediately thought, dang, dude, Kane's going to lose this one. It's just it's too much to overcome. And then I saw them chip away, chip away, took the lead in the fourth quarter. They tied it, went to double overtime. Kane won the CIF title, and um, insane. But, Mitchell, you were at, you were at the Honda Center – uh, you can let you know the, the listeners and coach uh, know uh, what was going on. You're down 27, and I remember you talking about the phone the next day. You and I both were thinking this one's over. They're going to win this, and then Kenny chipped away with this insane comeback. Um, so it was it was a great game to watch. Us cutting it down to 15. I know our coach goes, "Okay, timeout, timeout. It's time to take this thing down to take this thing and cut down to 15." We were down by like 27 points at the Honda Center. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this game was over. But then I was, I was thinking to myself, self, 
I knew that I have faith in my team. I knew that my team can take this and go, um, you know, have those three-pointers with uh, Anthony, Chandler, Nick, and all those guys. I knew that those guys, I had faith in my point guard, Anthony, Anthony Ballestero. I remember having my, my, my thing with him and going, okay, let's cut this thing down to 15. I know I got faith. Um, that Lawndale, I remember that Lawndale coach, that Lawndale team going, <laughs> yep, okay, we got, this game's over. It's in the books. That's when Coach Harrison goes, okay, timeout. We got to cut this thing down to 15 and take over. And, Coach, can you imagine just you have a team down 27, three minutes in the third? I mean, as a coach, I mean, part of you is thinking, man, this one, this one's going to be too much to overcome. I mean, just look at the coach perspective, Chris. I mean, what do you tell your kids? I mean, I'm like, I'm sure Coach Harrison was thinking, we just got to chip away. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I have my own philosophy, which is very different. Um, I, I personally believe that that's why they play the games. So, I mean, you can have – uh, you can have a monster team that's a favorite, but I mean, obviously, if there's some other team that's earned the spot with you uh, to play you on that day uh, in that type of situation, then obviously they've done something right to get there. So you have to respect that. But at the same time, if, if you're the one that's down, uh, it's not over. So that, I mean, that's the thing. Like the way I look at it, I'm, I'm a really analytical coach. So if let's say, you know, you put X amount of points on the board by the second quarter, you've got to predict uh, plus or minus 10 to 15% that that's what the score is going to be, you know, in the second half. So if you can, you know, figuratively, uh, you know, go at that and understand that, you know, you have the ability to score those points, then you got to just get, you know, encourage your kids. You just got to tell them, Hey, like we still have still a third quarter and we still have a whole fourth quarter and you've been putting up this per average. You know, I have full confidence that, uh, you'll be able to do that, and if you stoke a you know stoke a fire on yourself a little bit, and uh, say that you really want it, you know the power of motivation is it could kick in and, and really help you along with that. You know what I mean? So um, I'm more like wooden too, like not too many emotional highs or too many emotional lows. Just do your job, do your business, uh, take care of it, and uh, uh, most likely, if you've prepared yourself for the moment, you're going to take care of business. You're going to do in. And you'll come out on top. I mean, uh, more times than none. That's that's more or less what I say. You got to practice, and if you if you're practicing and you're doing everything that you're you're possibly doing, I think that uh, you know when you get into the game, it's just the showcase. So uh, if your showcase is better than their showcase, you have no worries in the world. And I mean, luckily, Kenny has a motivator, Mitchell. Um, Mitch, uh, we talked earlier today. Uh, First round against Tribuco Hills. You guys are trying to get your first playoff win since, uh, I think, in the state playoff game that year when you guys won the CIF title. You know, uh, what are you telling your team? If they win, they got to play Jay Sarah, and that's a mean team there. Um, I mean, what, what's, your, what's your thought process going into the playoffs this year? So my thought process is this, is that we need to, like, not focus too far ahead at Jay Sarah. We need to take care of business against Tribuco Hills. Tribuco Hills – is our is is not easy, but every team in the playoffs from here on out is a challenge. The challenge is this: you gotta take care of business at home on your home floor against your team. And that's my my train of thought is you gotta like cut everything down to fifteen, take care of the ball, and hope that you know everybody else behind you will take care of the offensive side or the defensive side. Perfect. Well, uh, Mitchell, hopefully we'll get some good news this week from you, uh, Tribuco, and, and, and we'll see who you guys play in the second round. Um, Mitch, thanks for being on again, man. Great job leading the tribe, and uh, great job coaching that team up to another Crestview League title. Hopefully we get another ring out of it. Yes, yeah, sir. that'd be awesome, Mitch. I really, I really want a ring out of this thing. Like, we cannot come out of this champion. We got to come out of your champions this year and not come out of it first round. Be done first round. That's my goal is my team to become a better team and become men and become, uh, you know, get hopefully the tribal show up today, this week, and get ourselves big. Absolutely, Mitch. Hey, thanks for being on, Mitch. Appreciate it. Good luck. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Yeah, good luck, Mitch. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. Bye. 
All right, guys, we are back. The student section report. I'm Manny Alvarez, Coach Chris Hume, my co-host. Guys, we just finished talking to the Canyon super fan. He ended up pumping up this next uh, group of guests, the Canyon tribe. We got Alex Robinson, Brian <laughs> Barosha, and Channel Lynn. Brian, I hope I got that right. Uh, guys, welcome. Hi, how are you? Uh, perfect, guys. <laughs> uh, I just ran into you guys not too long ago on Thursday. Uh, Battle of the Hills, they didn't have, that driver didn't have a nickname until like a couple of years ago. But uh, I know, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing until like <laughs> yeah. you For a while, I tried to give a name for it like a while ago because I used to be the uh, announcer at the Canyon Games until like four years ago. I'm like, this rivalry needs a name. And I, I think I mentioned like rivalry over the hill. I'm like, no, that's too tacky. And I think we finally came with Battle of the Hills and it got stuck. But anyway, <laughs> you guys, uh, Thursday. Um, this time you guys are on the road at their place. Uh, they packed the gym against you guys, and you guys handled business and took that one-point victory. Talk no, about it, just going to battle with the Blue Crew on Thursday. It was hard because there's also girls' soccer senior night that night, so it was a split, our student section. So we were kind of nervous, but I think we, we held our ground. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that night in total was busy. We had a um, basketball game at Villa Park um, for the boys, and then – the, of course, the girls' soccer game down at the Great Park. And then there's also a, a girls' basketball game at Bray Linda. So we did our best to try to get everyone there, and I think we did a good job about that. Wow. That's crazy. So you, yeah. you have enough manpower to split between three places? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a pretty big tribe. Wow. All right. Pun intended. No, <laughs> uh, that's, that, that's what I was wondering. Like, normally the, the rivalries, I mean, both student sections are packed to the grills, and there was about two rows empty up the top. I'm thinking, that's a first. <laughs> Even when Canyon wasn't that great, when I was in high school, when Canyon was struggling and before yeah. Coach Harrison took over, we still packed it, uh, the gym to the grills because we wanted to insult the Blue Crew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically, we did sell out tickets. All, yeah. we, all of our tickets sold out. And I, I didn't notice that on Twitter. Um, but uh, overall, this year, I mean, you guys, you guys handle business. Um, I know that yeah. football is kind of more of a challenge, especially this year when you guys had to travel a little farther than usual. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah, like not having the home stadium really struggled. And yeah. I think we had, what, like a nine-game losing streak? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's hard to cheer. <laughs> Tough to cheer. I mean, they had to go through injuries. I was well as a basketball team. Yeah. And uh, speaking of which, I mean, before game time, Coach Harrison told me, hey, man, we're without Joey Rooley and Liam Woodrum. They're both hurt. And I'm thinking – this isn't going to be good, dude. Bill Park might handle this. Yeah. And it, as, yeah. As soon as I got word of it, I was like, Chandler, uh, uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> but, hey, uh, like, you know, you know, Coach Harrison. Coach Harrison always, he's always, yeah. Boys are good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and Harrison. not to rub it in, you know, you know, Coach Harrison's an architect, right? Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Funny. Came to the tribe and look what he's done. Yeah. Exactly. No, no, no. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying originally, you know, like that's where he went. So like you got that little cross town uh, blood going on. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, uh, we, we just had him on the show a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you guys heard. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, him and, yeah. Him and Mitchell were uh, doing an interview on the way back from a game. And uh, yeah. it was really kind of cool. He was uh, speaking really highly of Mitchell and uh, you guys and how, how amazing you guys are at. Uh, doing yeah. over there like before the season he came up to us and was like hey guys as usual just pack the stands yeah. do what you guys do and I think he's been happy with what uh, we've accomplished this year yeah and we stayed pretty positive at the Bill Park game yeah <laughs> them on the other hand uh, it was a little rough <laughs> but not to throw him under the bus <laughs> we stayed pretty positive not to not to go uh after the Canyon football uh team I mean we're right now recording. My profile photo is me interviewing Coach Ogas. So, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, they had a hard, they have a hard time with Villa Park every year. I mean, Villa Park's got a, one of the best football programs every year. So yeah. when you play basketball with them, they have the let's play football chat in their back pocket, and they end up using it in the end. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this year, when, until I saw your tweet afterward, none of us heard it. I know. I didn't even know they said that. Yeah, I mean. I, we're trying to I think, get something as if they did say that. You know, I think uh, around the end, I think they, they were getting quiet because after that third quarter, I mean, that was a pretty bad third quarter for him. I've never <laughs> seen Willow Park get shut out before. Yeah. <laughs> enough, I felt kind of bad. I felt <laughs> Oh, this is the nicest tribe I've ever seen in my life. We used to be pretty savage. 
I know. Uh, we, we keep it a little classy around here. For sure. All right, all right. You know, I, <laughs> you know yeah, because I used to be a member of the tribe, but this is back then when, like, the football team was mediocre and the basketball team was mediocre slash, like, way below average. Because Co- Coach Harrison showed up, everybody left the program, and he had to start okay. that program from the ground up. Really? But uh, we were very savage and very, very ruthless and um, <laughs> over the line. But uh, it seems like it's changed. It's more, uh, more school pride uh, these days. Now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think as you can see, like a lot of everyone at Canyon just loves being a part of the tribe. Yeah. Um, just loves. I mean, football season. Yeah, everyone. It's, it's, it's a little bit rough, but it's because everyone's honestly waiting for basketball season. Everyone loves going to the basketball games. They're always so high energy, and everyone just has a good time. And that's why I think that that part of our student section does so good. It's a much anticipated part of the year where, yeah. where, bas- where once basketball season comes around and people are like, oh, shoot, it's basketball season. Everyone starts coming around and they're like, all right, it's time yeah. to get hyped. Yeah. Another thing we've noticed is that it's also because of this proximity wise. Like if we want to go for a football game, the closest you have to, or to go to is Fred Kelly. And living in Anaheim Hills, that's still a – 15, 15, 20 minute yeah, drive. Oh my gosh. You got to go to Frank Kelly for your, for your games. For for yeah. yeah. That, that's crazy. So, I know. And this year our home field was Bray Linda because Fred Kelly's under construction. And that was well, farther was- too. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. So how do you go? Do you go Imperial all the way up into the back roads or do you take the, the freeway 91 to uh, the 57 and around? I mean, that's like, yeah, just just depending on traffic. And yeah, yeah. I, I took the fifty seven to yeah. majority of all the Braille in the games, and man, yeah. so, there are some times they're like, Brian, where you at? And I'm like, I, I'm like a, a good mile out. There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't think I don't, I don't think people realize the struggle. That's the that's the true Southern California, you know, like, <laughs> feel like really close to each other traffic scenario. I'll well, tell you right now, my last year uh, announcing at Canyon, I had moved from Orange to Irvine. And oh. I'm like, well, I got to be at Canyon like at 5.15 to get ready for the girls game. And oh, I'd get there okay. like right before tip-off because I didn't realize the traffic from Irvine to Anaheim Hills because by then I'm like, I give up. I'm going to take Jamboree and just take all Jamboree to like Canyon and, and whatnot. And so, yeah, the, the struggle to even push the home game a little more further is pretty tough. But yeah. 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 Um, and then I got something crazy. So during the uh, Villa Park football game this year, so our we had a, a district meeting that night for our ASB. So half of our ASB had to be um, at the district offices at six forty-five when the game time when the game started at seven. So um, for, like half, like basically majority of our ASB missed the entire first half of the Wellbark football game. And it was their homecoming game, so that even more people. I was like, oh goodness. Yeah, and, and so so a group of basically our entire ASB had to go from the district offices. And go straight to Brea Linda. Yeah. So they can catch the fourth quarter. <laughs> um, yeah. And, 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 and by that point, we're already down like 49 to <laughs> yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, and it's already tough. thinking, man, Villa Park's already, you know, they're pretty much the Mission Viejo of North County when it comes to football. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Esperanza just won the CIF championship this year for football. Hey, okay. Hey, way to rub it in, Coach. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Division 13. But... Oh, oh, my God. I don't know. I, I, could to, I could go back to my, my default, you know, Vin Diesel and Fast and Furious winnings winning whether you win by an inch or whether you win by a ball. No, they, they, they had a good team. Yeah. Nate Nate's an awesome quarterback, and they they deserved it. You know, uh, so when I was at Canyon, the Esperanza Canyon rivalry never existed. Coach, I'm sure, obviously the same with you. I think only for baseball they had that little rivalry. But uh, Esperanza really? back then was in the Sunset League with, like, Fountain Valley and Huntington Beach at yeah. in uh, Los Alamitos because lo- – your Belinda hadn't opened yet, so that the athletic program was loaded at Esperanza. Oh, and then yeah, well, yes, definitely. And then your Belinda opened up, and the athletic department uh, kind of got cut in half, and then they joined us. And then that's when the rivalry started. So um, I got to miss the Esperanza rivalry, so did Coach. Talk, about, talk to us about the rivalry with you guys, which that also has a name. It's the Battle on Imperial Highway, since see, they're off Kellogg and Imperial. You guys are on San Ana Canyon Imperial. I, I say you change that. I say it should be like the bow and arrow or the arrow rivalry. There's got to be a trophy for that, by the way. I mean, they're both Indian names. I mean, 
like or indigenous indigenous off, i'm sorry <laughs> yeah off uh yeah definitely off the uh off the air manny and i were talking about this i mean you guys are comanche and esperanza is the aztecs i mean you gotta like you gotta market that bad boy like <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. i'm i mean this past year um we had we had a fundraiser uh at chick-fil-a um over near Belinda, and it was each uh, Esperanza got to decorate half the store. Oh yeah! And we got to decorate half the store. And <laughs> whoever, whichever side or whichever like school ra- raised the more um, money uh, on a, on a certain day, yeah, got um got to keep the more of the money raised. Oh, hold on, wait. There's a Chick Fil A over there. Yeah, uh, it's Heavy Ranch. Really? I've been gone 10 years. I never went to I, – maybe it wasn't there when I when I moved out. But uh. – No, no, no. But, so, yeah, okay. So, Yorba Linda has gone through – Yorba Linda, Anaheim Hills has gone through amazing growth in the last just even 10 years. But that Chick-fil-A has been there, um, yeah, about like nine uh, – I'd say like eight years now. Uh, I know that seems like a long time, but not really. Um, but, uh, yeah, ever since I moved out to Riverside, right as we were moving away, they were building it. So yeah. – yeah, yeah, but that's where the Chick Fil A is. Next nearest one is an orange, yeah. uh, I believe, yeah. and that's right next to the the Ford dealership. Um, yeah. the, uh, 55 yeah. South. Coach, you know a lot about Chick Fil A. <laughs> Man, I, I love Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is my absolute favorite of all time. So, like, yeah. uh, I will put that up against uh, Lola's. I will put it up against any other, except for D Dubs. Uh, D Dubs has got a special place yeah. in my heart. So. Uh- and, and I will say that we did win the fundraiser this year against Esperanza. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Dang, you, had to, you had to throw that in there right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You had to. I, I mean, it, so we've done that fundraiser two years in a row during football season. Um, and so, like, the winner gets announced at the, the fall football game. Um, so, last year we did it against your Belinda, and we came out with, with the win then. So, I mean, we're 2-0. So, we'll take some more challengers for that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> We also got free chick plays, so I kind of posted us. <laughs> oh, okay, that's the win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As long as you dance uh, with the cow on the football field, all right, that's all that matters. I got a really sweet picture of them. That was my Instagram profile pic for like months. <laughs> um, are you, you going to be at the uh, game uh, on Wednesday? Oh, yeah. Was I? Yeah, or, 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 are you going to be on the, at the CIF game on Wednesday? Oh, no. Unfortunately, I'll be somewhere else. Um. I mean, uh, we talked to Mitchell about the, that game against Tribuco. Um, you guys are favored, but obviously you guys got to win it first. Um, but, I mean, Mitchell's confident. I mean, Mitchell, uh, Hall of Famer, assistant coach, and then a motivator on the bench and then getting you guys ready when, when needed. Uh, how big is Mitchell Siegel there for you guys? On the court and for you guys in the stands. Yeah, every, all the time. He's always just so positive and yeah. always, always wants us to be as loud as we can be. And I, let's say if one of us doesn't start a chant, he'll, he's always there to start something. He's got the defense. Oh yeah, he, he has the defense chant like ready to go. Whatever, like, yeah. I'm like I get DMs on the on like the daily of Mitchell just texting me, "Hey, be hyped, dude." And I'm like, and I'm like, I it will Mitch, and he just leaves me on open. And, and I mean, I I, I I think it's the funniest thing. It gives me some. It, it makes me laugh. He's a great guy. It doesn't matter where the game is. It's like pack the place tonight. If it's, got a, you. if it's away, like he'll be like pack it, and I'm like, it, it's an away game, Mitch. And he's Mitch like, just, like two hours away. Yeah, no, Mitch. Just, he, he's just an overall of everything. So. Yeah, we love him. So it's That's not just great. me that blows up on DMs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, Manny. <laughs> All right, perfect. And, I, Coach, by the way, I heard he's been talking to you too, so I'm sure he's been blowing you up as well. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, again, I, I, totally, uh, I totally like love what you guys are doing, honestly. You guys are crushing it, especially this, this week. I mean, obviously, Manny's from there. I've been watching you guys. You know, I followed you guys on Twitter. Uh, I mean, like – it's good times, dude. You should just keep doing what you're doing because uh, I'm really enjoying it. And, and by the way, uh, this – I mean, you guys winning student section of the week for SoCal, being in the top five again this year, OC Varsity's top 25. Um, I mean, this is a Canadian show. This was not planned to have Mitchell and then you guys because we had a student section bail out. They had to reschedule, and you guys filled in. And then you guys won the SoCal student section of the week like 12 hours later. <laughs> totally unplanned. So it's just how convenient that this is uh, pretty much a Canadian weekend for us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we really just blasted it out. We wanted to, we sh- we tried to show everyone that we are the tribe, and we want, um, 
everyone see that we're the best team section in Southern California. Yeah, every group chat, every every yeah. every story <laughs> platform was filled to the brim with me and everyone at ASB this weekend just blasting it out to vote, and it paid off. So I'm I'm pretty stoked about that one. Yeah, that's cool. I do I do have a Canyon Connect uh, over there. You guys know uh, Mr. Valencia. Oh, oh yeah. I love him. He's that was a great my history guy. teacher. He's still yeah, a canyon. Yeah, <gasps> yeah, he's still a canyon. He is my fraternity brother from uh, college. No way! Oh my God! No way! I'm gonna bring that up. Yeah, We're gonna- yeah, yeah, yeah. So you gotta tell. You gotta tell. Oh, uh, to me, it's Vic. But you gotta tell Mr. Valencia. All right. And you gotta be like, yo, I just talked to Hulm, uh on the on the podcast. You gotta listen to it and give him the link, and then uh, tell me. <laughs> And if you mention you mention my name, he'll just walk away. But uh, like, oh my god, you're talking to Manny Alvarez. That's not good. <laughs> um, uh oh. <laughs> no, you know, it's um, all good. He's just teasing. It's all good. You know, uh, back when I was in high school, you know, I went. I, I used to work, I used to be uh, an employee when I was at Canyon. I was an employee at Cinema City Theaters, and I became a manager during my college days. Okay. I used to walk No Woods for lunch and get those Irish nachos. And. <laughs> completely shocked. I think it happened like the day after our last recording last week that they yeah. closed. And I told Coach Hume, since you're Eastern yeah. your Belinda, like, dude, no one's just closed. I said, what? Dude. Oh, you guys so didn't even know? No, I didn't know it. Oh, my mom told me yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it's all over Facebook. It's all over the internet. Oh, oh, God, Thank you they for years that. of service. Oh, what's, well, I mean, what's Facebook? Come on. Yeah. What wait, wait, Thanks for making me old, dude. Well, <laughs> well, no, time out, time out. You youngins, all right, like, I don't think you understand, like, the the heart, the power of Facebook as far as, like, oh, business, like, pages up. and stuff. I'm not talking about, like, you know, throwing your, like, just your regular social media, but if you want to harness the power of, like, moving, like, you know, media or messages, Facebook's huge. Yeah. That's true. Do you see a lot of high schools using it? No, uh, You know really? what's funny? Uh, I know Manny has it for SoCal. I have it for my coach page. Um, I, I know that schools in general, like the actual schools or ASBs do use it. But just because the Instagram and the Twitter is uh, so much more popular, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the number one go-to. I think um, – I don't know if it's because you guys aren't used to that or you don't want to use it, but um, – Unlike Instagram, so like for example, Instagram you can't put in you know hyperlinks or anything like that. You can't you know yeah. tag, you can tag people, but it doesn't send them. You have to use a link tree up in the bio, uh, stuff like that. So Instagram's great, it's beautiful. Twitter's amazing because it's flawless. You can push a message out; it can be tweeted, retweeted, shared uh, instantaneously. Facebook not as quick as Twitter, but I think Facebook is more powerful. Quite honestly. Yeah, that's true. I can see that. It's quick. Plus, I can put a poll easily on on Twitter, and you can get some votes. But um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so for example, uh, when for the student section, like voting, whatever, um, we so we were blasting on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, yeah, all that. that. Um, but I think like what helped us uh, towards the end is on like Saturday or on Sunday morning. Um, I I caught uh, quite a few parents posted it on like the local Anaheim Hills. Facebook page. Yeah. Oh, the animals buzz. I didn't even see that. I gotta look at that. Yeah, So some of the um, like some of the Canyon High School Foundation parents um, posted it on there, and I think that got, helped get yeah. get a lot of votes on Sunday. And see, that's buzz. that's great. I'm the social media guy, so like, like honestly, all you do is just like copy link to tweet, you know, from Twitter. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, honestly, you just lay that link down when it says, "Are you ready to post?" or "What's on your mind." And it will autofill. It'll put a picture in there. It's beautiful. And all you do is press on the picture, and it already has the headline or the byline, and it takes it right to the tweet. So I yeah. think you know that's why that's why Facebook's amazing because you can use it as a medium again to share your message on Twitter. So I mean, for us too, same thing. Like when we won, uh, I think a lot of people that were I don't want to say older generation, but uh, the people that use that uh, more often were able to push it to family members, friends. Uh, extended family stuff like that, and obviously go right to the tweet. You know, press you know the votes uh, or other things too. But yeah, definitely. You know, um, all I see on Anaheim Hills Buzz is coyotes, and is this spider dangerous? Um, so. <laughs> Mom, so crazy. 
I know I'm a smart aleck on animals buzz. The only thing I do on there is uh, like, what's that helicopter? Mark? Oh, there's a coyote in there with a spider. Harmless. Yeah, I can't find it, but uh, I'm not going to scroll down while we're on air. But, uh, <laughs> what was your favorite yeah, theme post, Manny, this year? This year? From you yeah. guys? Yeah. Gosh. Uh, you know, I had to go – the day you guys had the home game against Villa Park, I was scheduled to go to Damien High School to check out the pit. And yeah. the pit was great, but they, were, they had a 6.30 start, and they were destroying Upland. No offense to Upland. I was there on Friday to check them out, and they went nuts. But uh, I uh, – you know, when you're up by more than 40, the clock just runs. It doesn't stop. And so their game ended really quick. I grabbed my phone, and I had a parent of mine – because I used to coach NJB basketball for NIM Hills. And uh, – one of the parents whose son played at Canyon graduated. He's like, yeah, I'm at Canyon there early third quarter. I'm like, dude, you think I can make it from Pomona to the Anaheim Hills right now? I was like, hustle. I'm like, all right. Hey, hustle down the Canyon. So like the last few minutes of the game. Um, but I went in there and I had a jacket on and I immediately took off the jacket. Cause it was, oh, yeah. it's like, it just been, I like, I might as well just gone to the gym and instead of going to the sauna at 24 hour fitness, just go to the Canyon Bowl park game and just catch the sun. Yeah, Within like 20 minutes of the game, I it was insanely hot and I was sweating. And then at the end of the game, I literally it was weird. It's like a whole other zone at the at the top of the bleachers. I, I'm cleaning up, just cleaning up our home game. And I go to the top of the bleachers, man. It felt like a sauna up there. The walls are like dripping. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they were oh, yeah, no. like. Benched. I was talking to basketball uh, recruiters, um, Matt Kovac and, and Devin Uglin, um, and we're next to the wall with the uh, the the face of the Comanche. Uh, against the wall and mm. you can see these the like the sweat just coming off the wall <laughs> thinking, what the heck <laughs> i mean disgusting. they're getting uh, they're gonna rebuild the gym so i think they're just like you know what let's just let this run out <laughs> um yeah, yeah i mean unfortunately the three of us are all seniors so we're not gonna be able to experience it as much but i think we'll a, the younger classmen should be really happy and, and they, should be, for they it. should be pretty thankful for that one because we've had to put up with some dirty <laughs> some dirty and disgusting things in that, that <laughs> and, but you know what you guys got the nice gold and black colors we had the uh bright yellow and brown colors the yeah. gym was the gym was brown and yellow all over wells and canyon um yeah i remember that yeah uh but anyway you talk, we talked about Noah's how sad it was they already got a new place coming up there soon that was really fast but uh Oh, what's it called? What, what's it's like it a, it's a, it's a taft brewery. Oh, like, oh that was quick. That was really Wait, quick. So, yeah. I thought they were playing that over by like Ice Palace. Oh, over by La Palma, yeah. Wait, oh, yeah, you know what? Because the Yorba Cantina closed. Oh. Wait, what? Wait, what closed down there? Yorba Cantina. Oh, really? Yeah. I have a friend that does a lot of karaoke, and he used to do it at Yorba Cantina, and now she goes to Slater Fifty Fifties. Oh, I was Which, gonna say my favorite is Fantasy Burger right there. Oh yeah, really? that place is bomb, dude. Like I've you get up, like I we, we we went there like on my birthday one time uh, about like you know 15 years ago, and uh, <laughs> no joke, the, the avocado burger is the best. Tomato, lettuce, mayo, avocado, uh, is is bomb. You can even put a hash brown on that too. Mm, the best. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a story. My two last two years at Canyon, I used to go and get a bagel at the cafeteria with the hash brown and just smash it together and just eat the bagel oh, hash brown sandwich for first period <laughs> um, or second yes. period, depending on which schedule it was. Um, well, my, my English teacher, I think it was Mr. Aiken. I don't know if he's still there, but um, he's my favorite teacher in the whole entire world. Oh, gosh. He. It was we're smart, Alex, uh, between each other. But uh, yeah, I eat a, I eat the sandwich. He's like, "What the hell are you doing?" I'm like, eh, "Senioritis." <laughs> um, got him sophomore years. You did okay. He's funny. I'm glad half my teachers are still there. Um, I already had two of my teachers in the Hall of Fame already. Something, man, everyone's gone. <laughs> They're in the Hall of Fame. Um, guys, uh, so like I said, I moved out 2010 from my parents' house out of Anaheim Hills and moved, you know, to to orange but uh so the eateries that have changed i used to go to ruby's pizza and and a couple other places what's the new eatery and i'm not talking about like you know slater's 50 50 or soon you know raising canes or taco bell but i mean like the mom and pop shops there i know board and brews there camp patelli's was still always like a go-to spot when i come back to town 
what's the mom and pop shop there to go eat? And out without seeing somebody you know. Oh, there's another one that just popped up last year and this year. Tikiyaki on Tustin. Oh, Tikiyaki. Tikiyaki on Tustin became one of the biggest places on, on like campus. Like, whoa, 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 what is Tikiyaki? It, it is so good. It is the best teriyaki food, and it's like teriyaki and rice chicken bowl. It is. It is the the best. It is a better form of a flame broiler. It yeah, is seriously. So and where should I find this Tikiyaki place? It's, it's, it's right on Tustin. It's okay. So it goes. It's like a big old tires. There's like a little shopping mall. It's a little hole in the wall, and there's there's canes right on the other side. It's right in that little hole in the wall. Yeah, I think it's between like Lincoln and and Catella, right? Something like that. Yeah, of a Tustin. It's oh, that's so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you guys are going down Santa Ana Canyon, like. Yeah, yeah they're going I mean, outside the hills. I'm talking about like in our little like neighborhood up there, a little community in hills. Honestly, okay, so. For, like for me, yeah. Um, I mean, everyone Tuesday nights goes to BJ's to get the, yeah. the to get the three dollar pizzukis. Jeez Louise! <laughs> and now, and now they're like they're like BJ's in and out. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I, and by yeah. the way, the BJ's used to be a Coco's back in the day. I don't know if you remember that, Chris. <laughs> yeah. And then they demolished and put the BJ's, the BJ's up. Wait, there's a BJ's in Anaheim Hills now? Festival Center. It used to be a Coco's right there. Like and then they, they tore it down and they put the BJ's up right in front of Target. Target. Right in front of where like Marshalls and Mervins used to be at and Toys oh, R Us. Snap! Snap! Yeah. Holy we're going up. We're going up near the theaters then. Yeah, next yeah. to Edwards. Oh my I remember God. when the, I remember the 24 Hour Fitness was like the newest gym there and now it's just like yeah. beat up beat up weights. <laughs> oh, bro. I got, okay, I got, I got this place. Okay, it's not there anymore, but there was this place. Uh, circa 2000, all right? It was called Dollar Scoop. I don't know what that is. Dollar Scoop. I know, I know, because it died, okay? Like, but it was... Well, like, it died. The, <laughs> May it rest in peace. It, it was the best, okay? So, like, you would go to the theater to get it, but, like, this place was called... They had a line out the door. It's a Chinese... It's like a mom pa Chinese, like, food restaurant. They had this big ladle that was a scoop. So you could go in and you could get, you know, whatever you wanted inside that foam, styrofoam, like, you know, platter thing. And each scoop was a buck. Seriously? Oh my God. Yeah. So that's why they called it dollar scoop. So people would go in, they'd spend five bucks and they'd get like five scoops of like teriyaki chicken, orange flavored chicken, you know, oh, yeah. mandarin, mandarin beef. I mean, why did it close? I know. <laughs> they had lines out the door. I mean, they must have been making pretty. They must have been making bank. So I don't know why. I don't they know closed. what happened. I don't know what happened. Maybe Panda <laughs> Express got jealous. I don't know. But like, forget Panda. Panda, <laughs> this sounds way better. Oh yeah, for a dollar, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, I used to say maybe, maybe it was like the Panda Express Mafia that like you know behind oh. closed doors like put them away or something. But like. This place was bomb, and it was good, too. It wasn't nasty. Chris, do you remember Nifty 50? It was across the street oh from God, Canyon. Oh. It was a candy <laughs> shop, and it closed down, like, in the 90s. So, you guys, like, late 90s. You guys weren't born right, yet, wait, wait, but, wait, uh. Wait, okay, so check this out. Before In-N-Out was even there, before, you probably, I don't know if you remember. How old were you when In-N-Out wasn't there, Manny? Ooh, God. I want to say, like, I was, like, 13, so, like, 98. Oh okay. Gosh. I know you guys are tripping right now because <laughs> they're, you know what that used to be? Oh, they used to be a KFC. It used to be, yeah, like it was nothing. And then they tore down, a, yeah, there's a KFC there. They, uh, like across the street, they tore it down. They pushed back, uh, they tore down some of the things, put in and out there. Uh, that whole back end of like where Nifty 50 was at was nothing. It was like all insurance agencies and stuff. And then they slapped Nifty 50 in. And that's when, that's when Cinema City had gone under and Starlight Cinemas took over. And, like, that whole center was, like, the place to go because you had Starlight right across the street, 50-50, and the in and out I mean, you could not go wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I, I think we're really lucky, like, we're Chan's at. I mean, right, right after school, there's so many options for food, food and whatnot. Or bagel meat before school. Yeah, before, before school. I mean, you have – Nothing changes at Canyon. I always – zero period. Bagel. I'm like, all right, we got 30 minutes, so let's go to bagel me. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm gonna say is that the Vons burrito in the morning, it hits, meal. It hits so different yeah. when you're when you have no breakfast or nothing. Got five bucks in your wallet. You're like, hey, I'm gonna get a burrito from Vons. It is the best burrito for five dollars. Oh, yeah, I mean Vons. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean yeah. Vons. We even have our own uh, special yeah. special name there. We have a Comanche meal there. Oh my wow. god. Wow. <laughs> 
yeah. You know what? It's because I when I was there, there was a green burrito across the street where um, Ace Hardware is at now. There used to be a couple shops there, and then Ace Hardware knocked it down, made it one big store. But green burrito was there, and it opened at seven. So after zero period, we hustled over, got a breakfast burrito, and then hustled back with class. Yeah. Yeah. So and my zero period was morning announcements. I did the morning announcements, and we were done early. So I'm like, all right, we got an hour. Let's go. Yeah. Like I say, honestly, every day at lunch. There's always a massive group of kids walking over to, to Vons and, and all, all those places to whether to get the Comanche meal, which is basically it's like three chicken tenders. Yeah, it's, it's like three fries. chicken tenders and fries for like, like three bucks. For like three bucks. It's so cheap. Wow. Chris, remember when you said we should do a food podcast? I mean, we're mo- pretty much doing it right now. Wow. <laughs> we forgot yeah. that this is a student section. Right. <laughs> I, you know, I, uh, I know it, totally tra- it changed the transfer, but what I was going to say is uh, when I was at Cal State Fullerton and we left uh, and did um, uh, Camp Titan in the summer, we uh, went to, there's a Stater Brothers or Rouse right there, and uh, they had something called uh, like the Titan the Titan Roast. It's like this roast beef sandwich, so I can feel you on your command meal right now. Like... <laughs> That's pretty bomb. I know a lot of people think like, what? Like grocery store meal? No, no. I, if it hits, yeah. it hits. It hits when you're desperate too. Like it really All right. So Manny, like when you were at Canyon, um, post VP game, where'd you go? What, what was your spot? Yeah. At Canyon. And I'm not going to say what we did, but uh, both Villa Park and Canyon would meet at the In-N-Out parking lot. <laughs> I hate to admit it. I, you know, I ran into the uh, activities director at Edison, who's my age, and he was telling me, he's like, can you imagine if we had the student section stuff, like the website? Uh, yeah. When we were students, I'm like, it would have been different. Like, the fighting thing we got away with because there was just no one was looking over us. And, yeah, uh, I know. It's like associate with people. And I'll tell you right now, I'm a 180. I, I look back and thinking, man, I was such a jerk in high school. But, uh, you know, so I appreciate the fact that, that these kids have a lot of spirit, especially at Canyon, because Canyon, there wasn't, I look back at Canyon now between when I was a student and now, and it's completely 180. We were, we were just these rude, like snobby kids that uh, used to pick on each other. And now it's like everyone kind of picks each other up. I don't know how it is on campus when I'm in there, but. I mean, I, I think the, honestly, the rivalry between Canyon and Villa Park as a whole has changed. I mean, it's not near the, the aggressive and, and like the fighting attitude that it used to be. Um, it's more just, I mean, yeah, and you know what? And I missed this out too. When I showed up to Canyon, they didn't, they stopped doing this. But when my brother was there, he graduated 2000. Um, they used to have pranks out, uh, with each other back and forth. And it was like ruthless. Like, yeah, I, and uh, here's, here's, okay, coach, here's how the word, and I don't know if they call Villa Park the weenies anymore, but back then, uh, my brother's friend bought a beat up Volkswagen and, <laughs> pushed the car into the water polo pool area, into the swimming pool. <laughs> and uh, and I think they threw a bunch of oil fe- – they put a bunch of feathers all over the pool as well. Villa Park responded by throwing – Villa Park responded by throwing weenies all over the campus. And from there on out, like, all right, Villa Park's the weenies, and we call them the weenies. And they, it went away. But back then it was uh, – it was yeah, it was pretty ruthless. Now it's, you know, I think like uh, we talked to Edison a little Sal, you know, once the clock starts, you guys don't like each other. But once the game's over, you guys are back to being friends. Oh yeah, like like we know we know kids at at Villa Park, and we're we're we like them. They yeah. like us. It's 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 like a mutual. It's like a rivalry, but we both respect each other, and yeah. both, we both know that both teams are good teams, and they'll always be a tough fight. But in in the end, we're friends there. It, like so, like at, when we got, so every year, all the the. High school in Orange County each all go to a, a camp up in Santa Barbara. Yeah, OCL, and uh, so one of the things that like so we, you, you have like champ battles versus other schools and whatnot. So against Villa Park, um, we both sides started singing "Why Can't We Be Friends." <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and so I mean we kind of just uh, almost h- hugged it out with them. And oh, it's a homecoming with the Villa Park kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So oh, I mean, I mean changed. <laughs> I mean, I went to a bunch of Servite Rosary dances, so I get it. But, uh, you know, it's, it's weird. My, my niece actually ran the El Medina Rowdy Ruder student section. Um, her junior year and her senior year, she became the ASB president. But she told me about Santa Barbara. And then I think they're in talks of having me come over for the ASB camp just to talk about student sections. So, um, you totally should. You yeah, love it. Yeah, you totally it. should. It's, it's great. It's, it's insane. It's the most fun week. Yeah. It was insane. 
Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Um, God, we went, we went pretty deep on this one. Um, I was going to say, yeah, man, like we, yeah, this was, you know, it's funny is, you know, we have people on and it's great and, you know, we talk, but like, I don't know, maybe just cause we're from, you know, Manny's from Canada and I'm from Esperanza. We got like, I don't know. It's, this was good times. It was. <laughs> and we know we never got to talk about the really the Esperanza rivalry. I think it, it, it kind of dragged out into food, but, uh, Finally, before we let you guys go, you know, that Esperanza rivalry, I mean, from what I heard is it's not as, uh, you know, savage as, you know, the, the Villa Park one, but it's still a rivalry. I mean, we don't know how it felt because Esperanza was, you know, in a different world than us back then. But, you know, describe that, that rivalry. Yeah, I mean, this year really wasn't there because their basketball team kind of struggled and whatnot. So I, I, I know they had, they had a down year for sure. And they're coaching. That's okay. I mean, they, they, had, they had won state championship the previous year. So, yeah. But, so, I mean, honestly, this year, I, uh, I didn't really see it. But yeah. in, the, in, the, in the years past, I I've, I remember there being. I was talking to the ASB, and they're like, sometimes we don't even post it because they just know they're going to get destroyed. We said that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they, they had they have the let's play football chant as well. So, I mean, they did get a sack this year. Yeah, for that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, that's like the universal, we got you there for, for Canyon. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I forgot about eight years ago. So, Coach, Coach McKee, who's now the assistant principal at Canyon, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. He is? Okay. There was a year he had a cancer scare, which was really scary. And uh, awesome. football really was secondary. This is like 2011. And uh, yeah. Mr. Anderson took over as the fill-in coach for like oh. half the season. Coach McKee came back. The cancer was gone. And um, Canyon had a hard time trying to focus back on football because they were so concerned about Coach. That's and cool. they went 0-10. And so oh. basketball season showed up. And every time Canyon was like had the lead, the opposing student section, whether it be like El Dorado or, you know, yeah. I think Tustin was in the league back then, Esperanza, would chant 0-10 to the point where the Canyon, the Canyon tribe would just respond and yell 0-10 as well. I was like, all right, we get it. Stop. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Yeah, I could just join it then. Yeah, like you said, this year, um, besides Villa Park, our next, like, best rivalry games were honestly against Foothill. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. the Foothill games this year were fun. Just a lot of going back and forth. Because they actually brought some, like, people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and their away, though. Yeah, yeah, and going to their away game. So it was it was, it was a good time. <laughs> well, I'm sure, yeah, the, dun- the dungeon's always kind of uh, – a tough one to ha- hang out with, and they're, they're pretty pretty ruthless sometimes too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and I mean against against when we played Esperanza, like we didn't really want to go too crazy because we 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 know that it was a bit of a struggling team. Whereas against Foothill, they they're they're a solid team, and and they, it was it was always some good battles in there, and so we got kind of ruthless in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like I like how you kind of like are classy a little bit. This is like this is good stuff. <laughs> yeah, the, when we when me and Chandler first started, uh, we had a talk with our principal, Mr. Abercrombie, and he and he kind of took took me and her aside and was like, you know, you can just just keep everything kind of classy, and then just, you can be as rowdy as you, you want, <laughs> but keep it classy because our name is in your hands. So, uh, and, I this think, whole- and I think that's because um, we've had a couple of student sections just kind of go a little overboard, and the news yeah. will, catch, will catch on to it, like. St. Clemente Loud Crowd had that situation. They had nothing to do with it, but it was just a couple students outside of the section that gave them a bad name. And then yeah. I think Esperanza and Foothill had a situation a couple years ago, and Alisa Miguel had that situation with Santa Ana last year. So, I mean, you say one bad thing, and the news will catch on. And it's yeah. something that's cool. out of my hands, because I'll write articles about it on the register, but people were like, well, we, we saw it on ABC and NBC, so it doesn't matter. Um, but no. uh, Glad I don't have to be disappointed if you guys ever do something dumb like that. You guys have, uh, have been rowdy but smart about your chance, and we appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that um, that things have gotten better at Canyon since I left, especially with the student section. Yeah. Guys, uh, Alex, Brian, Chandler, thanks for being on. This is probably the most fun I've had, and yeah. I think it's because, it, you know, Cam Anchi, the Comanche chat here, and uh, we, oh, yeah. we make fun of the Aztec on the side here. Yeah, yeah, that, that's okay. Honestly, this was a, this was a blast. You know, you guys you guys slayed it this week. So, uh, congratulations on your uh, student section win. That's amazing. Thank you. Hey, thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for being on. We appreciate it. Have All right. Day. Thank you. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime, Eddie. All right, guys. Welcome back. Our final segment, uh, Coach. Uh, I know you got to go vote your uh, league guys in and try to <laughs> try to make a sales pitch with uh, everyone in your league. But uh, yeah, booyah, man. That that last segment was hot. 
that was a 40 minute segment. Uh, and I, I mean, I know you had to go somewhere. So I'm like, let's make it quick. Let's get you out of here. Um, but man, that was worth it. <laughs> um, that was awesome. Coach. I, I'm going to have to t- 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 check out that teriyaki yaki, whatever they called it. That place. Sounds yeah. Long. And I don't have to drive all the way to Ham Hills. I can just go to orange. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Right. Coach. Yeah. Before we talked about the tribe, Mitchell Siegel, 10 minutes. I mean, short, inter- short interview, like, uh, compared to last time, but you yeah, know, he talked about, about, about quality. Yeah. And, you know, he talked about uh, how the tribe was and, uh, he, uh, he wasn't wrong about them and, and the way he does everything and, you know, talk about the, that big Longdale game, you know, um, I mean, that's going to be pretty big for Canyon Tribe to have a chip on their shoulder in Mitchell. Yeah, no, I, I think he, he explained it real well. You know, uh, I think just with history of the program and uh, how Coach Harrison, you know, uh, never counts them out, how Mitch tries to keep them all uh, inspired and, and pumped up. And uh, I think they're focused. I think they'll do really well if everything goes their, their way uh, as planned uh, in their CIF game. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Was, oh man, I love, I love, I love talking to Mitch. Mitch is, man, he's like, he's a, he's a bottle full of inspiration. I love it. Oh. Drink up. <laughs> Very much so. Um, and then the Canyon Tribe right after. Like I said, this was not planned to be an all Canyon day. It just kind of fell. It felt the pieces fell in perfectly for Canyon on this. Uh, Mitchell wanted to be on. I got him on. Uh, Mission Hills Rockcott had to reschedule. Canyon Tribe jumped in, and then they won the student section a week, twelve hours later. Yeah. Um, but Canyon Tribe, I mean. I think we talked more about food and memory lane than the student section well, itself. Know, funny. Yeah. Yeah. We are talking spirit. We're talking games. We're talking this and that, but man, I think you, you hit a, you hit uh, a button with them and like, yo, for everybody out there, you got to go check out that Comanche meal at Vons, $3, you know, chicken <laughs> fingers and, and some fries, you know, uh, the burritos in the morning, man, bagel meat, teriyaki, yaki, like, Oh, wow. All right. And- if you're ever on campus, get uh, two bagels with uh, cream cheese, put a hash brown in between, uh, and then smash it together. It's called the Manny Special. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. You can start calling it Manny Special. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, those guys, you know, killed it last week. But uh, I really was more focused just bringing back memory lane and noticing that, you know, I noticed it just being up from the outside how everything's changed at Canyon. You know, back then we were just, you know, upper middle class kids spoiled and, and, you know, never, never really had a care in the world about the school. Um, and then looking, looking at it now, it seems like there's a lot of love in that, in that school. And it really showed with the way these kids talk. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny is, um, you know, they're talking about like all the new construction going on, uh, they're talking about the new, uh, facilities that'll be there after they're gone. But, um, I think, uh, from my opinion, man, like you got a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of uh, great kids right now that are doing some wonderful things that are setting uh, the school up for the future. Uh, so when they do open the doors to new facility, I mean, man, if, if they have as much, if everybody else has as much spirit as, is what they got, uh, they'll, they'll be fine. I mean, that's, that's some good times. I'm just really glad that they're able to uh, enjoy what they got. And yeah, I mean, you could tell, I mean, obviously all that passion came through tonight. Yeah, yeah, it did. And, um, you know, uh, my baseball coach at Canyon is now the baseball coach at Bishop Amont. Uh, and I say that because Bishop Amont's dog pound will be our guest next week. We're going to talk to them. Um, you know, they're up for potentially the L.A. basketball student section of the year. Not much of a basketball team there at Bishop Amont, but, I mean, that, that student section shows up and goes nuts. And uh, we'll talk to them. We'll talk about their football uh, student section, which is off the hook. Um, and then we'll try to find a third second guest. It seems like we always have a, a last second guest show up for that. But um, guys, uh, you can find this uh, podcast on Spotify. Just type student section report. It'll be on there. It's the Los Alamitos logo. Uh, you can also find us on SoCalStudentSections.com. Uh, type the same thing on Facebook, SoCal Student Sections. Same thing on Instagram, SoCal Student Sections. Twitter, a little different, SoCal Sections. Um, if you're on Instagram, type at Manny A2 on Instagram, Twitter, M Alvarez, A-L-V-A-R-E-Z, 02 at Twitter. Coach, I know you work social media like nobody's business. Yeah, it's uh, at Coach Yulm, uh, C-O-A-C-H-H-U-L-M-E. That's on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, on Instagram, you just add the little dot in between the coach and the Hulm. So it's at Coach Hulm. Uh, yeah, just hit us up. I know that, uh, you know, we're, we're several episodes in, it seems like it's getting more and more exciting. Uh, hopefully you guys out there enjoying the show and, uh, please like comment, retweet. If there's something you want to hear on the show, that'd be, that'd be awesome. But, uh, yeah, follow us on, uh, all the handles. We'll follow you back. We'll try to keep you informed, try to keep you uh, up to date on everything that's going around. 
yeah, if you follow SoCal student sections on Instagram, we will follow you guaranteed. Um, but yeah, follow us there and then check out the student section of the week. We got a student section uh, rankings coming up pretty soon. Um, and we talked about it briefly. We're uh, running out of time, but uh, we did have the OC varsity student section top 25. Canyon was number five. Villa Park Blue Crew was number three. Uh, Servite Asylum number two. Capital Valley Cage took the title. So, um, well, you can check that on OCVarsity.com. I'm sure people will, will uh, have their, their disagreements or agreements as to where everyone was ranked. But uh, Cage, uh, the Cage got rattled at Capital Valley and, and they responded. So, you can go ahead and check that out. We'll talk more about that next week. Um, but, uh, Coach, uh, yeah, that was, that was fun. I mean, that was, that was probably the first time where we talked to more food and memories than, than student section with the student section there. Yeah, but you know what's, you know what's funny? I think that parlays right into, uh, like, their love for the school. So, I mean, if you're looking for, like, a core, like, missionary thing, like, imagine you have that much passion for your school that you go to. You know what I mean? And it bleeds over onto the court. It bleeds over into the stands. It bleeds over into other sports, your student body life. I mean, that's good times. I mean, I think that's the way school should be. Uh, I, I know that uh, there's a lot of ups and downs and, you know, uh, the adults are working and, and, and may lose sight. But, man, these kids, they come to school. They want to be inspired. They come to school and they want to love what they do. And, yes, they're there to learn. And, yes, they're there for a future. But, man, who says they can't have fun and believe in something while they're there? So, uh, I, I'm really excited. I, I think tonight was uh, an amazing podcast. Yeah, it was. And uh, we're going to end it like that on a top note. What you said was, was perfect to end it. And, uh, guys, check us out on, on social media. Check out on the websites and uh, check out this episode if you're a business. We'll talk you up. I mean, we talked about a whole bunch of stuff with Canyon with, with, with businesses. If they paid us, we were set for life. But uh, send us your information. <laughs> Me and Chris will talk it up. Uh, just message us on Twitter and Instagram on SoCal Student Sections. Um, and again, uh, Bishop Mop Dog Pound will be our guest next week. Guys, we will see you on the hardwood. Uh, playoff time this week, uh, so we don't know where we're going to be at. We're going to try to figure that out, but follow us on Twitter. We'll give you the updates as to where we're going. Manny Alvarez, that's Coach Chris Hume. We'll see you later on here at the Student Section Report. Have a good night. All right. Peace out.